hello, and welcome to the 4am version of There's an Elephant in My Room. I'm uh, pretty sleep deprived, I'm at work, just doing my thing, so, yeah, doing my thing. But I wanted to talk about the significance of the word sorry, because I hear it constantly. (laughs) I've said it too, I mean, everyone's, I think think a lot of people are guilty of saying it a lot, especially just, it, it becomes such an empty word after a while, just like sorry. It's not even perceived as a word where you're regretting something, it's just like a common like, yeah, okay, you know. And um, I think we should handle words like that. I'm going to go ahead and call it a um, spectrum word because it can be on either end. You can really mean it or you really don't. And more often than not, a lot of people don't mean it at like all. (laughs) They're just saying, sorry, yeah, don't care. Don't want to get into conflict. Don't want to have confrontation. Just want to let it go. Don't want to ever talk about it again. Like, let's say, for example, you and your significant other get in a fight. It's a really bad fight. It's one of your first serious ones. Super uncomfortable. You live together, you know. And you bring it up and it's pretty much just sorry. And you go, I'm sorry. And that's it. There's no talking. There's no further questioning of the situation. It's just, I'm sorry. It won't happen again. And then it does happen again because that's where we learn the value of the word sorry. If you're truly sorry about something, you won't repeat it over and over again. If you're truly sorry, um, in my opinion, there's there's three steps to being sorry. The first step to being sorry is saying sorry. The next step is recognizing. You know, recognizing what you're sorry for, whatever that may be. And the third step is changing it. That's the hardest step. That's the step that most people don't go through with. They'll recognize it like a, you know, I think of a good situation here. Good situation for sorry. What would I be sorry about? Okay, let's say you keep coming in late to work. Um, that's a simple one. That's really not too crazy or violent. <laughs> To say you come into work late every day, it's like 15 minutes, and then it starts becoming 20, and then it starts becoming a problem. So every day you come in and like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 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 you know, I know I'm coming in late, it's this day, it's this, and you know, so you've already taken the first two steps. You said you're sorry, so you've done the first step of the sorry process, and then you've acknowledged what you've done, which is the second step. So then that leaves the third step, changing the problem, which would be that you're coming into work late all the time. You're not really sorry unless you change that habit. You may be waking up late every morning, you may be tired, but these things are all in your control. And I think a lot of people would benefit from understanding you are in complete control of your life. You can do anything you want to do. There's nothing anyone can do to stop you unless restrain you. You know, I mean, obviously you can be stopped, but short of that, you know, you're you're free to run this world. You're free to do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want to be. You are your own limitation. You are your own, you know, boss level monster at the end of the game. And, um, there really isn't something holding you back. It's yourself. 
and if you really think about things you're sorry for, maybe you don't treat your girlfriend great because you're stressed out about going, what's going on at home or at work or whatever, and you hate your job, you don't make enough money, you don't feel significant, or you feel like they don't love you, and you don't want to bring that up because you know the answer, what, what it's going to be already, and it's just going to anger you more because it's not going to validate your anger, it's not going to validate yourself, so you're kind of just taking it out on that person constantly. If you're truly sorry, you'll try to like, you'll try to navigate the feelings of why, you know, you're resentful or why you're angry or how can I change this or how can I do that or what can I do to stop this vicious cycle? I want to call it a vicious cycle. What can I do to stop the vicious cycle that is currently happening so it doesn't spiral and I don't lose everything because no one gains anything from losing, you know? Actually, that's very much not true. I just contradicted myself pretty hard there. Losing things does give you gains in some way. Like, losing everything gives you character development, you know. Not that it's fun, but it's necessary. But I'm talking more like... Losing things unnecessarily out of self-detrimental behaviors and repetitive self-detrimental behaviors that can be fixed with the right, you know, will and want. Um, If people could just kind of take a step back and actually take, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? If they could actually take the initiative and say, you know what, I did this, I was wrong, I shouldn't have done this, I'm sorry I've been treating you this way, and then actually stop the vicious cycle. Can you imagine how different things would be? Wouldn't that be crazy if, like, you're with someone and they said they're sorry, and they actually didn't do that thing again because they really were sorry, and they really did mean it? Yeah, that doesn't usually happen, right? <laughs> That's because people, you know, they, they're creatures of habit. They do what they do. That doesn't mean it's not changeable or fixable or even just, you know, a way to kind of meet in the middle of Let's make up words while we're at it. This is this is this land's lawless on this podcast. Um, but at the end of the day, you are in control of yourself and your actions, and you are liable for yourself and your actions. You are not helpless, you know. You can do whatever you want to do. You know, I've been in some pretty bad situations and even though it hurt and it really wasn't fun, I walked out of them. And I've gone through a lot of loss, and those loss turned into gains. And by gains, I mean mental awareness, mental stability, consciousness, awareness, positivity, learning the value of different things and how to identify if someone really does feel that way. Because I've been in situations where I thought they did. And I've also been the person that has been the I'm sorrier, you know, I said it, did I ever change it? No, but I worked on it after a while. I became conscience, conscience. I can't say that word. I give up with that word. I hate that word. (laughs) I love it, but I can't. I became self-aware and that is really important to be self-aware because if you're not self-aware, How can you really know what you're doing? You know, 
or what others are doing or understand the actions behind the words or the feelings behind the actions. It makes it incredibly difficult to interpret things when you don't even know where to begin. And trust me, I understand that. But just be aware of the people surrounding you and pay attention to when they say sorry. How they say it, the way they say it, how long it takes them to say it, what their behavior is before and after the word, and how it affects your relationship, if it changes anything at all, if they act any way different. But just try to preserve yourself and, you know, just keep an eye out. Another big word is no. That's one you don't hear a lot, is it? No. It sounds so you know, dramatic and angry and sad, and it's just, it's, it's not a word you associate with good, happy things. It's a, uh, it's one of those action words, I want to call it an action word. It's an action word. No is an action in itself. Saying no is rebellion. It's not doing what the other party wants. It's self-initiative, almost, if that makes any sense. I said a lot. I don't even know if I make sense. <laughs> Great, right? Um, but I think a lot of people are afraid of the word no. Terrified even. I know you start sweating. You're like, should I say it? Should I not say it? Should I just say yes and do what they want me to do? What if they you know, don't like me? What if they stop being friends with me? You have all these questions in your head when you're in the cross paths of yes and no. The thing is, you got to take care of yourself first. If someone asks you to do something you really don't want to do, like bringing food at one in the morning and you're short on money and you're ready to go to bed, you know, say no. If they can't handle that word, those two letters, N-O, then they're not really your friend because a friend is a person that understands. A friend is a person that doesn't, hmm, how can I put this? A friend will not stop being your friend because you can't fill their needs. A friendship is a bond between two people, not a... Not a what? See, now I'm thinking. This is interesting. A friendship is a bond between two people, so we know that. It's not a one-sided relationship where one person does everything for the other. That's not real friendship. That is, at one point, uh, manipulation, actually. That is not friendship. If your friend constantly badgers you to do things you don't want to do or makes you, not makes you, because they can't. (laughs) You make yourself, correction. If your friend um, makes you feel like you have to, uh, manipulates you, essentially, into doing things for them, that's not a friend, you know. And we have to be aware of the kind of people we surround ourselves with because, like I say, body is a temple, you know? You've got to be aware that your body is a temple. You've got to treat it right. You've got to give it oil when it needs it. You've got to gas it up. You've got to keep it in stable, running, smooth condition if you want to hold out for the long run, you know what I mean? And the first step to that is identifying the people you're around, identifying the kind of people you're surrounding yourself with, and identifying what situations you could end up with by being around those people. And I've been around some really bad people. (laughs) I've been 
I'm no saint, you know. I'm that's why I'm here. Try to talk about it, I guess, because I'm not very good at uh, communicating my emotions and not very much for therapy. <laughs> so I guess I'll just talk about it. Um. But yeah, I guess for right now that's it. Until I decide to go on another rant, sometime. Whatever, I never know. It's very sporadic. Anyhow, keep an eye out on those people around you. Be yourself. Don't conform. Don't be apologetic. Unless you mean it. And unless you've done something wrong and you're going to change it. Use the word no with control. You are not a puppet. No one owns you. You are your own limitation. There is no limitation but yourself. You know, you're that evil boss character at the end of the game. You're the one holding yourself back. There is no one that can hold you back but yourself. You are your own worst enemy. And we are on the way to conquering that. It just takes time. Alright, well, with that said, have a good night. Peace out.